This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you. Thank, thank you. You are way too kind. No, thank, thank you. I mean, let's thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But we have a big show, ladies and gentlemen, really big show. And as my colleagues, John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and King Gift A. Bailu, the inventor of words, as they diligently prepare in our sponsor, Opportunity Green Room, we have to pull them in because we have, as per our your company name here, TRO Slate, a full show. You can see it. So, without further ado, let's bring in John Bradshaw Layfield, the Hall of Famer of the WWE, and King Gift A. Bailu. First off, I want to commend the two of you. Your records last week were very, very good, as was mine, as usual. But we were a uh, gift. You, sir, uh, had one of your moments. You were 16 and 7. John and I were only a game off the pace at 15 and 8. This makes... The picking of a wooden spoon winner and the walk of shame participants extra difficult this week because we were all so collectively good. John, because you and I were both 15 and 8, and the tiebreak tiebreaker obviously falls on how we picked in Japan's Rugby League 1, you were only 3 and 3 in Rugby League 1, whereas yours truly was 4 and 2. So that means you get to be reunited with your long-lost buddy, Splinters, the Wooden Spoon. How about I give you an award, all right? How about I do this? How about I give you the Kitty Litter Award? Because you're the shit. How about that, all right? Kitty Litter, because you are the shit. I concur with the champ all across. I, I, the only thing that I, I disagree with, trying to give him the wooden spoon, whenever the wooden spoon should go to the person that nobody said existed at a game that everybody was talking about. <laughs> Bam! Whammy! 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 You know, it's difficult enough understanding you when there is context for the folks at home. When there is absolutely the no context, there is no way, there's, there's no way anybody at home could understand what you're saying. Maybe... Other than the people that you were sitting at the New York versus New England game in Mount Vernon, New York, on the border of the Bronx, where you were about 10 feet away from yours truly, who was calling the game and who you probably heard through the open window in the booth, but yet still didn't say hello and didn't realize that... I was there at the same time until I called you from the car, giving Mama Lewis, general manager of New York, Steve Lewis's mom and father-in-law, a ride home. Yeah, for the record, all right, one, one, whenever you talk with Mama Lizard, who is an amazing woman altogether, who is probably single-handedly the reason why I got to meet my wife in the first place. No, you it absolutely so is the reason you got to meet your <laughs> wife in the first place. I am. I Wonderful person. Because she is an amazing person. I do not feel like you have given her enough benefit and subsequently have not given Steve enough benefit to, of the doubt of the greatness that he is. You know, you, you, you sniff all up there, but you don't you don't really give them credit. You don't give the credit the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> Mama Lewis is as great as Mother Teresa. Absolutely. All right. Okay. You're her no son, Steve here. Lewis, is a legend, even though he's got your bald head stuck up his hindquarters. Exactly. 
Wait, All I'm saying is, who would want to go to the booth when you got that? You're just piling it on yourself here, Giff, in the walk of shame. But fortunately, you're not going to be alone in the walk of shame for this egregious infraction because John Bradshaw Layfield is going to be in the walk of shame with you for two what? reasons. Two reasons. Number one, huh? you didn't tell anybody that that was you in the gorilla suit violating union circus rules as the gorilla on the grounds. And B, you didn't tell anybody about your over under bets that were very successful in the MLR last weekend. You kept them all to yourself. According to OSHA standards, you do not have to check in if you are in a gorilla suit. All right. <laughs> There's some gorilla laws you don't know about. I talked to Jane Goodall. All right. She's a good friend. I've been to Uganda. I've been to Rwanda. I've been all over the gorilla habitat. I know about gorillas. And the unions got nothing to do with gorillas because they think all their gorillas are good guys. Well, it sounds like a bunch of monkey business to me. And as far as the unders go, yes. I figured out that after looking through a lot of totals, that there was only about one out of every five or six games that go under. The totals generally go from 51 to about 55, which was the highest. Old Glory was 55. The lowest was uh, uh, 51 was the last game, New York. And uh, I took five straight uh, unders, and they all cashed. Every one of them cashed. And, and it's we had, a this, good, conver we had this conversation off the air, and I and I think that, that it's a smart move. And until the weather is, you know, it's a smart move. I'm five and oh, it's brilliant. I, you know, lightning strikes, absolutely brilliant. You know, the blind squirrel dragging his nuts, oh, all of oh, that. Oh. You know, that's you. But I think you're actually onto something, which is stunningly shocking. But I want to tell you out there, though, some advice is to be careful and shop around because. The game with uh, Old Glory uh, was everything. There was there was like a three four point difference. And what was the last game? New York was the last game. New York uh, and the Free Jacks, the, the, everything from fifty to fifty four. So if you take the fifty, you lose. Take the fifty four, you win. If, you, if you're betting the under, so it it pays the shop around. You're getting the exact same bet. You're just getting better odds. Yes, indeed. I, again, I, the the fact that the two of you a had winning records and b one of you figured something out uh, is is really remarkable. And that, sir, is why you get the wooden spoon for having those unexpected for being surprised by something that was already obviously so obvious. Gift, obviously so bam. Gift, unfortunately, whammy, it's been awarded already, and it's been awarded to John. I believe that a recount is allowed. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is turn that wooden spoon into a bat and do like Trey Turner did with the baseball to your head because your head looks like a baseball. Even with the stitches and all that stuff on it. I mean, like a baseball that's been pitched like for 700 years. You look yeah. like a, a baseball that Babe Ruth or Honus Wagner played with. You're this close to having your mic turned off. <laughs> okay? This close. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna press it. I'm gonna do it. Or no, we're gonna not. go on. No, you're not. Okay. You are not uh, gonna press it. He's now muted, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. There he is, John Bradshaw Layfield <laughs> muted, which is the best, the best possible outcome of this show. <laughs> let him let him go. A lot of Listerine bottles to come up with now. All right, so, John. No, I switched. <laughs> I switched. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
All right. Well, we're going over to the Six Nations. It's over, you say? No, it's not. It's just beginning on the women's side. And we're each going to pick a game. Wales hosting Ireland. England hosting Scotland. And Italy hosting France. Wales a favorite. England a favorite. And France a favorite. Gift. This is an interesting competition for a multiple of reasons. One, because the second year back uh, since the pandemic and they were unfairly unable to do it during the pandemic. Uh, and two, since I actually got to watch a woman, uh, the movie, uh, No Woman, uh, No Cry, which was great and talked a little bit more so on England. But the team that I find most interesting out of this is actually France on this France-Italy competition. I mean, look, Italy's going to lose. But most importantly, you want to be able to watch the beast mode known as Safia and Daya, who's coming back. We had injuries last year and arguably probably one of the most entertaining watches other than their wingers, which are just gazelles. Like literally just it's gazelles and just monsters all over. Like I look at France to be ironically a favorite in this, you know, if they don't fall into the same habits of the men's side. But <laughs> I look at France to be a favorite of, of this as per usual. All right, John. Do you want to talk Wells? I'm not going to talk Wells, even though I'm an honorary Seawolf. You think I would, though, because there's that aquatic theme that goes hand in hand with Seawolves and Wales. But it's, it's Wales. That's exactly what I just said, Wales. No, but it's not. I had my DNA checked. <laughs> the country that I am most from is Scotland, my beloved highlands of Scotland. Ah, oh, Heather, the beauty of Scotland. William Wallace and freedom. Haggis. Unfortunately... They're probably going to lose to a team that has a professional league, even though they have nine uncapped players on the lane duck coach, and that's England. So as much as I love my Scotland people, my Scottish people, including Steve Lewis and Mama Lewis, who is as great as Mother Teresa. Amen. I'm, hallelujah. I'm going to take England. You are, you are despicable in turning on your own people all the I'm time. I'm not turning them on people. I love my own people. I want them to win. I just don't think they will. That is called being objective despite what everything shows otherwise. All right. Well, you two are, you know, just having a mutual admiration society. I'm going to get back to the business of talking rugby, and I'm going to talk about Wales, or John, as John would say, Wales uh, versus Ireland in Cardiff. Big moment. Wales beat Ireland last year. They're hosting at Cardiff. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stick with my people, the Irish, and they're going to win this one, pal. Not like you switching. Oh, I love William Wallace. He's great, but he died, so I'm going to go with the other team. Not me. I'm sticking with Ireland. Of course he died. He'd be a thousand-something years old if he didn't die. <laughs> Valid point. Dumbest right. thing I ever heard. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. That is idiotic what you just said. And come back with Major League Rugby before we go over the pond after this. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. <laughs> wow, you guys, what fun again off camera while that we had that commercial break. Boy, you guys are a bunch of fun guys to be around. We're not having any fun. We, we don't really even enjoy this show. Gift came all the way to New York and didn't even check in with you, and you were at the same game. That's how much we dislike you. 
Major League Rugby, Old Glory, hosting NOLA. NOLA on the road as favorites by eight points. Gift. This is going to be one of the interesting ones. This is two teams constantly on the rise, have absolutely shown that they are completely capable of being playoff relevant teams. Of course, I'm not going to lie. I'm biased for both of them at this point, and I completely am okay with that. That being said, thank God for spreads. I you know don't, what, you know what ladies and gentlemen? Gift <laughs> has been bought. He has been cheating scores, advertising smartly with the HBC Rugby Classic. Right, Gift? Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% can be bought. I 100% am okay with being bought. But that being said, it will never stop my objectivity, except for in this moment where I'm looking at this point spread. <laughs> except now. <laughs> Welcome to the Bought by Sheehy trio of John Bladtrell-Layfield, Matt McCarthy, and Gift Bailu. Go ahead, Gift. Absolutely, absolutely. I still think this point spread is actually a little bit long. Uh, New Orleans is going back on the road. They've had great home games. We're able to beat the cold, but I am sitting in this cold now, and this is this is unbearable. I don't know how anybody lives in this stuff. Uh, I look at this game. Hey, look, look, look. See, this is this is why people got to be stuck inside the press booth and nobody can know what's going on. Nobody says nothing. Exactly for this. And Wait look for New Orleans. But with this, I'm taking Nola. I expect Nola to be able to get the win on this one. But Old Glory is about to cover this spread. It is too cold to be blowing teams out in this life. All no right. Doubt. Okay. John, New England, the Flapjackers hosting... The Dallas Jackals, the 0-4 Dallas Jackals up in Quincy. New England looked terrific. I learned a couple things. Uh, New England is a top-level team in Major League Rugby, and New York without Heighton is a different team. They scored five points against New Orleans. They looked not very good against the, the Free Jackals. Free Jackals had three tries that were held up. This game could have really gotten out of hand a, a lot earlier if uh, they just got those tries down. Uh Whatever the line is, take the take the free jackals here. They're going to be at home. They've got this huge win off New York. I know it's an emotional win against a rival, and they've got a, 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 a typical letdown spot. But this is Dallas, and Dallas just has so many problems. Whatever it is, take the free jacks. And it, right now, it's a. And minus by the way, the free jackals also gave me a jersey, and so I'm betting on the free jackals until Dallas gives me a jersey. I'm looking at uh, the mountain people, the Utah Warriors, to bounce back against the beleaguered Toronto Arrows, who had us all fooled after their dramatic victory, Sam Malcolm's victory in Chicago, uh, courtesy of his drop goal and expertise from the foot. But they were poop in D.C. Their quiver was empty, and I don't think going into Utah is going to be a cure for the Arrows, especially in the altitude, and after the Warriors lost in, in an unimpressive fashion at NOLA. But the point spread is seven points in favor of Utah. I think they're going to cover it. Next one up, Gift, Houston versus your favorite team, Atlanta, in Houston, and the Sabercats, minus seven. We're back into normal weather again. I, people always will go, why do you keep talking about weather? Because we live in the South, all right? It makes a difference. This is significant overall, but with Atlanta and Houston, this is going to be two games of two teams that are trying to get back onto their horse. And I look at Atlanta, and as much as I consider them to be are the they horse, they're going to be riding home, one horse together. So is it a singular horse, or are they uh, on separate look, horses? Look, look, look! Just because you New York self do not understand the nuances of horse 
staring is and, and, and movement does not make it any less significant of the horses that need to be brought back on, sir. Well, and, let's go to the full cowboy in the group. John King Ibalo e. is an equine expert. Now shut up, you horses. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, champ. Thank Just you, close champ. to being muted one more time. Your mic is going off in a second. Atlanta's just not going to be able to hold up. Houston is a team that is tough, rough, and especially in their own home area. They're coming up. Worst luck when MLR is going to continue to struggle a little bit more. I look for them, for Houston to take this game and to spread. This is year two of the Heineke Meyer regime in Houston, and you can see Houston is really starting to reap the benefits of having that big-time director of rugby slash unofficial head coach in their midst. John, your Chicago Hounds versus your Seattle Seawolves in Chi-Town. Seawolves, road favorites by nine. Starfire is where dreams go to die. It's in Chicago, and dreams are still going to die there because Chicago has one win in the history of their club, and the only team they beat is a team that has never won a game. Chicago, they talk about all this great roster, and they do have a great roster. They look good at times. They're just not playing well as a team. And I don't think they can win a game against anybody but Dallas. And I think uh, Seattle comes in there with their fancy new jerseys. And these things look great, by the way. And Rucky comes in there, what best mascot in the history of the world. And they roll them boys. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't look half bad on you. The black is slimming. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, ah, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ew. <laughs> Gift was five and one in Super Rugby Pacifica. Gift, how do you do it? When you got it, you got it. Like this is, it's, we know the people. We know the people. They're great people. They understand the people. Also, colonization is getting weaker in there. It's becoming more and more obvious every day. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we got a couple of key matchups here. I like the Crusaders versus the Brumbies. The best of Australia, the Brumbies. Crusaders bounce back. And despite Luke Hume telling me and talking me out of, the Crusaders beating the Blues in that epic matchup last week. The Crusaders are back. After after losing to Fijian Drua, they came back. They beat the Blues. Now they're going to beat the Brumbies, in my humble opinion. John, I know that you like the Australian matchup of the Warata of the Rebels versus the Reds. Give me the Rebels all f***ing day. Look, I stick with the hot hand. I know where the power is. I know where the, the magic is going with it. It's about giving it to the Fijian Druas. Fiji is finally getting what it deserves. It got the Olympics first, then it got the Olympics second, and now Super Rugby. It's taking it down and making its place as the next true mecca of rugby. I, I disagree with that pick, but I'm also going to give you an extra bonus pick. I'm going to pick the Blues annihilating the Western Force in another Kiwi versus Aussie matchup. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with some more in that neck of the woods with Japan's Rugby League One after this. Before we officially come back from the commercial break with Frick and Frack, John and Gift, uh, I wanted to get to the NRL picks uh, because we can't do a full segment on him this week. We just don't have the time. And Luke Hume didn't show up after his abysmal record picking last week. So here are our NRL picks. 
All right, fellas, we're, we're going across that other pond again, and we're going to Japan, Rugby League One, a lot of good action. Jo- John, you were three and three, respectable, considering your your flaws and your your limitations, and Gift and I, of course. That's my money right there. there. That's my money. Gift, I got some you? yen in there, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to Rapungi with it. You, re- you yearn for yen, right? Don't we all? Gift, who do you like in this week's matchups? You see one match that stands out amongst the rest, Two versus three, the Shiba Brave Lupus versus the Black Rams. And as I always say, for every herd of sheep, there's always a wolf amongst them. And in this situation, the wolves are going to go to town because as much as the Black Rams are are going to make their rise, Brave Lupus has just been killing it. They've just been killing it. And uh, it's going to be tasty for them. So Brave Lupus. Okay. I like you sticking to your guns there. The Brave Lupus, they're having a pretty solid second half to their season. Uh, John, is your favorite team in your on your radar this week? Absolutely. The Liners, the Kanetsu Liners. They are the equivalent of you, Matt. They are, <laughs> they are awful. If they were better, they would have to be better to suck. That's how they're the worst team in the history of rugby since I've got my Seattle Seawolf's honorary jersey. I know this very well. Okay. That being said, Kanetsu Liners have got zero chance. Okay, the actually less than zero. They got none and none. Take the Cannon Eagles. Okay, I like that pick. I'm going to stick with my Wild Knights who are on that continue that wild ride and that wild unbeaten streak at the top of the table. They are going to destroy Verblitz. Okay, now we turn our attention back to the Americas. Before we go to Europe, we're going to go to South America, and here are our picks for Super Rugby Americas. Some more remarkable picks from my esteemed colleagues for Super Rugby Americas, but now, fellas, we're going to Europe, and we're not going to go through the URC, the top 14, and the Premiership individually because there's a lot of stuff going on. So we're each going to take one match that we're looking at in a setup over there. John, what do you got? Three guys... Jamie George is a badass. He what a great game he played. Tough, tough guy. Maro Itoji, Owen Farrell's exactly the same. Those guys they play for Saracens. Saracens has missed them, and they've, they're come, coming back. Uh, I think after this game, they're going to come back. And Saracen, who has had some uh, troubles winning during the Six Nations, get those three studs back, and they win this game quite handily against the rival of the Harlequins. Gift, you got the best match. In Europe, happening with Leinster versus Stormers. All right. Now, you could say, oh, nobody wins in Leinster. Leinster has a perfect record. Stormers have, you know, skipped a beat a little bit here or there. But I will tell you this. Never underestimate the South Africans. And especially going into Ireland. Did you say especially or did you say Don't worry about what was said. Understand and feel what was said there. Feel that it was the Stormers to be coming in and creating what doesn't naturally happen, a true hurricane-style storm in Ireland. No way. Look for the upset. Whoa. There's going to be an upset. upset. All of this right here. Own the upset. That's right. Uh Yeah. How we roll. No way. No way. Anyway, I'm going to France. Right beside your head, you look like an ass, Matt. You would. You look like an ass. Vous êtes très bête, mon frère. I'm going with La Rochelle 
my go-to team, hosing, crushing Bordeaux into grapes. That's what I got. Are they going to hose them with pizzazz? Fellas, we got to take a quick break before we come back with our TRO picks of the week, plugs and goodbyes after this. When we pick up the ball, we also pick up a legacy. A legacy that stretches beyond your current team. A legacy built on the backs of those who came before you with hard work. And for those who will come after you, we promise it won't be easy. But we'll be there, supporting you on and off the field. And we are back. Oh, boy, it's almost time for us to say goodbye, guys. Oh, what a shame. It's going to be another week. I wish it was forever with you, Matt. I wish, like, this goodbye, we'd never see you again. That would be wonderful. You mean because we move in together and we never have to part? Is that why? No. TRO pick of the week, fellas. Gift, what do you like? Let's take this down to uh, Super Rugby America. By the way, my Cobras getting their first win of the season over the uh, Argentina. I'm sorry. I mean, Selkham. But in this week, we got Raptors. We got Dogos. Over under on 50 points. I got to give it to the over. Dogos are just, just ridiculous. It's like, we got to be honest. So over 50 points. Now, the question is, will Raptors get more than five points? That's that's going to be the real question here. Okay. All right. John. I'm going with my Seattle Seawolves because I'm an honorary Seawolf and Rucky is my pal because I got a jersey and I'm getting a Rucky little doll that I'm going to put up here on the show too. Seattle, the Seawall defense. Chicago, I don't think they're going to be even be able to score. And if they do, it's not going to be much. It's also going to be about 40-something degrees in Chicago this Sunday with a chance of rain. Take the under. around. It'll probably be around 51 to 52 points. Take the under in Chicago and Seattle. Wow, we have a TRO first here in that we're all going to go either the over or under as our TRO pick of the week. I'm going to go with the over, John, against what you were saying earlier with Old Glory and Nala. Over 51, I think it's going to be a track meet in the nation's capital. On that note, it's time for Plug Gift. Of course, we still got HBC Rugby Classic coming in two weeks at Howard University at Washington, D.C. This is the match that you want to be able to go see. This is the showcase that you want to be able to experience. There's only so many times that you get a moment that is going to live in infinity in your memory. Forever. Infamy or infamy? I said what I said. I said infamy. 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 I said what I said and you feel it. You feel it. And that is how you're going to feel whenever you get to the HBC Rugby Classic at Howard H. Green Stadium. Go get your tickets today at HBCRugbyClassic.com. And of course, thank you to all our sponsors, the great Old Glory, Young Glory, ASTAT, Citizen Sports Rugby, My Life, and of course, Howard University Rugby and Gift Time Rugby Media. And she, Rugby and she he auto stores. And she he auto stores. You want to support something? Memphis Inner City Rugby. It's one of the greatest programs in the world, but there's a lot of great programs and a lot of them use rugby. HBCU Rugby Classic is one of those groups that's going to highlight all of them. Rugby is changing, they're changing the game. They're also changing these kids' lives, which is even more important. Support King A. Balo and HBCU Rugby Classic. And I want to plug our shows being on the Cox Media Your View channel near you. Check your local listings for MLR Weekly, the Rugby Odds, and also soon 
the college rugby wrap up. Thankfully, on that note, we are out of time. Thank you to John, Brad, Shaw, Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer. Thank you to King Gift A. Bailu, inventor of words. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including this week's MLR Weekly featuring Chicago Hound star Chris Matina at college, our college rugby wrap-up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross Bud Donor team.